Hey guys, and welcome to the Creative Culture Project Podcast. On this podcast, you will hear from educators, entrepreneurs, students, and creators from all walks of life, and how creativity plays a part in their lives inside and outside of the classroom, on and off the clock. I'm your host, Willie Thomas, and I'm excited to have you here with us today. Hey guys, welcome back, and I'm excited about this next episode here that I have with an educator. She's actually a math teacher, third grade math teacher at Robinson ISD. Uh, her name is Cassidy Gibbs, and like I said, we had a wonderful conversation talking about creativity in the math classroom. And so uh, I can't wait to share this episode with you and share this interview with you. And so let's go ahead and dive right on in. Hey guys, I want to welcome y'all back to the Creative Culture Project Podcast. Once again, I told you I know it's a mouthful, but it's okay. You'll get used to it because this podcast is all about creativity. And so I'm really excited to be here with Cassidy Gibbs. So welcome, Cassidy. Thank you for having me. So Cassidy is a third grade teacher at Robinson ISD here in Texas uh, with me. Mm -hmm. And she will actually teaches math, science, and social studies, right? See, that's a yes, lot too as well. That is well. a lot. So, but she does a unique thing with all those classes. I've been in her class several times and seen some amazing projects and learning experiences that she has created with her students. So I'm really excited to have her here as a guest on the podcast. So thank you for coming. Yes, thanks again for having me. So tell us a little bit about you, Cassie, and, and what it is um, that kind of draws you to creativity and the things that, you know, kind of creative in your life as well. Um, well, I've always been someone who's drawn to creating things. I've always been into art or drawing or any of the sort. So once things became more advanced as far as technology, that just kind of opened up another door, especially in the classroom. You know, you can kind of think more outside the box with it um, and do a little bit more than, you know, the standard of the expectation of what you want your kids to do. I uh, like the idea of demonstrating things in different ways mm -hmm. and not offering just one way of doing something. Like I can still get the same result from a student, but shown in a different way. So I kind of like that that um, aspect of creativity of I still want the answer, but show me in a way that you can explain it. So I think that's pretty cool. I love that. That makes it so personal to them. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to getting, like you said, getting things out of there, out of them that you wouldn't even expect. You know, mm -hmm. when you talk about, uh, you know, creating outside the box and things like that, I think that that's pretty huge that you allow that thing, that to happen in your classroom. I know you talk about personal creativity, too. I know your parents are pretty creative as well. Mm -hmm. I'm really, I mean, the things that they produce when it comes to those signs, I'm still trying to replicate, replicate <laughs> that. I'm not trying to steal anything, maybe a little bit, but right. they make some really cool signs. So what do they do? Just so you know a little bit about Cassidy's bloodline. Well, my parents do. Uh, they have their own side hustle. So they have full-time jobs, but then they um, make signs, wooden wooden signs. They didn't, I think it started off with just a basic wooden sign, and it's just kind of progressed from there. Mm -hmm. um, they paint, cut everything to design the frames for it. Um, so my dad does all the cutting and the staining um, and some of the painting, my mom does the more of the creating of the design on the signs. Um, and so she uses, a, I think it's a cricket or a uh, cricket. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. 
Um, but those silhouette things, and she puts it on there, and she creates them, and she does custom ones. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. They've really come a long way. They've even branched out and doing, like, cornhole boards. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, it's pretty interesting to see. I, I mean, love that. that mm-hmm. Once again, you have that in your family, and you're bringing that out and bringing that into mm-hmm. the classroom. So it's funny, like, but you wouldn't know that unless you were, you know, around you or going into the, you know your classroom and seeing all the different things that your parents have made just like I feel like with our students you wouldn't know how creative they are and their creative background unless you actually give them a chance to show you and kind of dig into that so I think mm-hmm. that that's pretty cool so let's let's dive into what we're talking about your classroom and the things that you do so like we said you teach math and science and social studies so how does creativity play a part in those particular content areas in your classroom? Well, a lot of times I think it's more in the kind of show me what you've learned or can you demonstrate um, something that you have learned? Could you prove to me that you understand this skill? Um, Kind of in those ways and kind of allowing them to kind of explore in that. And because, I mean, if a kid can explain to me um, how they know what was taught to them, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's golden. But can you also show me? demonstrate it in your own words, in your own way, um, that's a pretty cool way to do it too. So having them be creative in that area is nice. Um, instead of just, can you solve this problem? Could you do this worksheet? I mean, those are fine too. It's just giving them some more options. I like to give students choice. Yes. Yes. I love, I love the choice part. I mean, it, you get that buy-in when mm-hmm. it comes to that, what, so how, when it, what are a couple of, I guess, examples you can kind of share with us uh, when it comes to creativity, say in math, because I'm just going to tell you out there, guys, math and me, you know, mm-hmm. oil and water. Okay, we, we do not mix very well. It's like a foreign language sometimes. And I feel like sometimes when it comes to uh, integrating tech and then also with the creative process in there, just sometimes it can be a struggle for mm-hmm. teachers and students. So what are some of the things that you've done with uh your math classroom to be creative? Well, I've offered different things, like they've created videos to kind of demonstrate their um, knowledge of whatever the skill is. We've made posters, um, whether that was digital or handmade. Um, We created games. Um, I think that's more of a higher level skill Mm -hmm. because they have to think of how the game is going to be played and all the pieces and the directions. And, but it's pretty neat. And then if it's, you know, really good they have all the parts of it then we put it in the center and they can play it there with their peers um i mean we've done lots of different things we've even brought in um like robots and things to demonstrate their learning um so pretty different i mean lots of different aspects i mean there's so many you can do and math is difficult i will say (laughs) math is hard to do because math you know you solve you want to get an answer Mm -hmm. but you can kind of go a little bit more with um some of the other topics too like geometry um the the vocabulary of math and even if you're just trying to tell me how do i solve um a subtraction with regrouping problem you can do that in different ways, even if it's just like um, using a video and they can show it because a lot of kids are really shy. And mm. um, But when they take their face off of something and they're creating this video, then it kind of just blossoms and they open up into a kid you didn't see before. So kind of giving them the same exit ticket or assignment, but here are some different options of how you can demonstrate your learning to me. I love that. So I, I know... 
you know, like you talked about, you know, kids, you know, being shy. You, mm-hmm. I love that you offer different ways, different opportunities to show their creativity, to show their creative side uh, in the classroom. Uh, and I'm a big advocate of if they can create it, they can teach it, they can show it, then they know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just me. I, it's funny, you know, people ask me all the time, oh, how'd you learn how to do this? Or how'd you learn how to do that? Or can you teach? I'm like, this isn't something I went to class to do when it comes to podcasting, live streaming, things like that. That just creative side of me, I sought it out. as something that I was interested in, which I'm sure your students have those passions for mm-hmm. all those, especially those video creators, those TikTokers and, and, and YouTubers, you know, they want to be and stuff like that. And the minute you allow them to bring that into the classroom, holy cow, mm-hmm. like that is nuts how that world uh, opens up for them when it comes to demonstrating and learning. So I think that that's a really cool deal. I've had the opportunity one, maybe two times to actually teach in her class. I, I, uh, I think y'all were doing uh, some type of thing where you had to be out of classroom. I subbed and I got to work with uh, those third grade students. I taught fourth grade a long time, long time ago. <laughs> and so it, it, it was a bit of a stretch, but you could definitely tell uh, you've instilled some creative opportunities and critical thinking opportunities for them in the classroom mm-hmm. while I was in there working with them. So that was, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, you got to give them a chance to struggle a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I'm very much of like, let's explore it um, before I show you. And that kind of gives them that creative struggle where they can kind of figure things out and do a little bit exploring. Um, Cause a lot of kids have that fixed mindset of I can't do that or I don't know how to do yes. that. But if you just present it to them and kind of let them do their thing, then you quickly, they quickly realize what things are more drawn to. I really like the videos. I really like um, making a, a digital poster or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So I like to kind of, not a sink or swim, but, you know, definitely like let's kind of paddle in the water a little okay, bit and see paddle. if you can figure it out. That's wrong with that. Sometimes <laughs> I like to just kind of push them in, you yeah. know. And, <laughs> and then very carefully watch from the side to make sure they're okay. <laughs> yeah, oh man, see what happens. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know you keep talking about digital. So mm-hmm. you are an Adobe creative educator, right? Yes. Level level one right level now, one. right? So yeah. I know you're working on getting that, getting up level two and uh, being an ace leader here soon. So mm-hmm. I know that, you know, we are actually going to be doing a presentation uh, coming up here next week on July 19th. So this may be out, but actually this will be out after then uh, on that. But I know that Adobe plays a pretty big part in your classroom. So tell us a little bit about Adobe Express and the ways you utilize it with your students. Oh, I, I love Adobe Express. I've used it, I think, in a lot of different ways for all subjects, uh, for math, science, and social studies. Um, I think it's just a great way to showcase something they're learning, either whether it's something they're currently working on or something they've already been taught and they're reflecting back on it. Um, so I've used it in different ways. Like I've used it in math and they had to, um, like I used it even in a lesson where I was trying to get them to, we're working on vocabulary for mm-hmm. shapes, like 2D and 3D shapes. It's a lot of vocabulary. Um, and so I, made my own template and had them guess the shape just to show them the different attributes because that's the whole point. They have to tell me all the different attributes of the shape. And so it was neat to see them trying to figure out the shape by my example. And then they just clicked with them like, oh, it's a lot more than, hmm. you know, I have, if I can name all these different attributes, then that means I know the shape. Well, absolutely. So they took that and they picked a shape and they had to really thoughtfully think of 
what are all in multiple different names of this particular shape. I can get people to try to guess what it is. Um, so that to me was, you know, fantastic because it covered all the skills that I needed to cover um, as well as it showed me does that kid really know mm-hmm. what an attribute is. Um, different ways I used it too was in science. I used Adobe for our planet project. Um, and so they were researching about a planet and then they um, took what they researched and they put it into um, Adobe and created a poster about their planet. Um, so that was pretty neat too. So they were able to demonstrate different facts about it. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a one-stop shop for it. Um, I've used also the um, monthly challenges. Oh, yeah, those are fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are neat. I, you can even just um, present it as a station and just have them be creative with it mm-hmm. and just share the template with them and say, here you go. Um, or you can have like a certain topic that you want them to address in it. But I've done that before. I liked the end of year one that they had. Um, they were thinking, they were reflecting on the year and they were oh, putting yeah. in things about, you know, what was their favorite things about the school year and what are things they're looking forward to in the summer. So, I mean, there's so many different ways you could use it. Um, we've even made a, what was it, a logo? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. one was fun. Mm-hmm. Branding themselves. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a brand, but, you yeah. know, like a digital yeah. brand. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how they, um, it, it allows them that self-expression throughout, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to using Adobe uh, in the classroom. I, and the different ways that you've used it, you know, especially like as a station uh, like that, you know, never, never thought about that, giving them that opportunity to create and express themselves. Either it's through the personal challenge itself or remixing that challenge into, like you said, with the shapes or, mm-hmm. Or here's the objective, and here's the standard that you want covered with this. So I think that that's a that's a pretty cool way to uh, integrate that into your classroom. Yeah, it can be even as um, say they're done with everything that they need mm-hmm. to do. You can be creative, use one of these templates, or maybe go and create your own template. Oh, a little extension activity. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, that's pretty. I mean, cool. there's so many different things. There, <laughs> and you're right. And I know they keep growing too. Every time we look around, there's a whole another aspect to Adobe Express. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So, uh, is there anything for you know for those teachers out there, especially those math teachers and um, those teachers who are like you know I I just can't you know come through creativity trying to bring that into my classroom. It's such a struggle. I'm, I'm so used to doing it this way. What what are some words of encouragement that you could probably share with them when it comes to infusing that creative process into their classroom? Well, I would just say, just pick one thing. You know, you don't have to do it all because um, it can get really overwhelming if, you know, you're excited, you want to mm-hmm. do this, you want to do that, you want to do all the things, but, you know, you can't always do that. So I would pick one thing that you want to accomplish. So even if it's just one project remixing one template or doing one uh, monthly challenge or whatever it might be and and either just do the challenge or maybe pick a topic, a favorite topic that you like to teach on and just kind of go from there. I mean, can't be, you know, especially when you're starting out, Mm -hmm. you can get a little overwhelming. So I just focus on one thing. And once you get through that one thing, you'll realize, okay, it wasn't so bad. I can do another one. Um, And I mean, to me, it's kind of addicting. You'll want to do more. 
Oh yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Just do one thing. That's mm-hmm. really that's really good advice. Get just kind of get started with easy wins, get those goals yeah. like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, Cassie, I want to thank you very much for being with us today. I'm really excited to have you. And you're gonna hear a lot more uh, from Miss Cassidy Gibbs here at Rob Sasty. Uh, like I said, uh, we are doing a session that's coming up next week and this makes it so much fun. She has so much energy, especially when it comes to infusing that creativity into her classroom. So like I said, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right, guys. So thank you all for listening. And we hope to hear you and catch you on the next one. We're really excited to get this podcast going. Uh, you can find this in all your major podcast players. And, you know, once again, leave a comment below. Also, leave a review. Guys, this is what helps build this uh, podcast and what helps me become better at the job that I do to help serve you. So let's stay creative and keep building that culture. <laughs>